friend. Welcome to the Financial Fixer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. Today's episode is a clip from an interview where I was a guest on my friend's podcast, Light Your Fire with Liz Garcia. The original show aired on her podcast on October 30th, 2022, before all the crazy holidays. We were chatting about decluttering and purging to make room for what we really want. And I think now is a perfect time to share this here because spring is in the air, is it not? And maybe you're feeling like you're needing to create more space for you to do more, be more, and get more of what you desire. We go into some of my framework for budgeting and ditching debt and you know, really talking about what it takes to keep the money game plan going. My signature training program, the Budget Boss Bootcamp, is mentioned, and this might be a perfect time for you to go all in and challenge yourself to get a grip on your money and start crushing it with your finances. Right now, my Budget Boss Bootcamp is closed for registration. However, if you're not a part of my free Financial Fixer community yet, hop on in. I show up there to do free live trainings and support my community and listeners. As soon as I have my next BBB training event scheduled, or any event for that matter, you'll be in the right place to be the first to know. The link is in the show notes, but you can easily find it on Facebook in groups by searching Financial Fixer Community. One more quick thing I want to mention before the show starts is this. Thank you. If you've been listening and following me for a while, you know I just suffered a great loss. My beloved grandparents passed away just over a month ago, and I've been navigating some serious grief. Turns out I didn't really see them as my grandparents. They were my parents in their own right. Don't get me wrong. I love my mom and dad and we're connected, but I was bonded and spent more of my adult life with my grandparents than I even did my own parents. My children were all three more bonded with them than they were with my mom and dad as well. I'm not going to say much more at this time because there's still a ton for me to process and unpack, which I'm saving for my grief counselor. But again, thank you. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for allowing me space. And thank you for being here as I make my comeback slowly but surely. I do appreciate you. As you'll hear at the end of this clip, I mentioned how I just went through the grueling and emotional process of selling my grandparents' home. And obviously, I did not know at the time I would be losing them both only a few short months later. Even though I am not ready to share too much about our recent journey together, I feel called to put this replay out there because the topic is aligned and the conversation is important and impactful. I believe it absolutely will help someone who needs to hear this today. Now, let's get into the show with my friend Liz Garcia. She's a fiery beauty who's inspiring women to live their best authentic life with confidence. I know because she's most definitely inspired yours truly. I'll be sure to leave all the ways you can connect with her in the show notes. Enjoy the show. You said a couple things that really resonated with me. And so the first thing that you'd mentioned is like addressing the mess. I don't think I mentioned this to you. I am obsessed with organization. Like sometimes love, love, it love. doesn't seem like it, <laughs> but I just love organization. And cause it, it really truly makes a big impact with your throughout your day, right? Like if you've got a chaotic household, typically like your mind's going to be chaotic. Like, and I might actually be doing a course on organization. So more to come on that later, but 
So tell me more. And especially with a lot of the listeners listening in, like they are busy moms, like they've got probably a ton of activities going. They probably have like five baskets of laundry laying all over the house. So I guess, can you elaborate more on this topic of addressing the mess and really how that correlates to like the financial side as well? First of all, I think that's a really great idea if you love organization, because organization is not naturally my jam. Okay. (laughs) So you are very needed, right? Like what, you know, like some, some people, it just comes naturally. It's innate. And many of us, including myself, it's not. And therefore my money was a mess. Right. And it, a lot of it was due to cluttered space causes a very cluttered mind. Mm-hmm. I didn't it, put two and two together. It took me in my situation at the time, uncluttering my money first back when I was like, okay, now I'm getting my money organized. And here's what's so crazy is that as I did that and got that in order and started to actually like pay attention and it was flowing and the math was working, right? Simplified math. Whoa. It all just kind of like spilled right over into how I was living my life, how I was running my schedule and my routine and, you know, cleaning up after myself. I am still not perfect at at this. There's some spaces that I may leave a little less, you know, less clean or tidy. Right. But I guess I'm going to get to some tips here a little bit. So for me, someone that it doesn't come naturally. And for many of us moms, it doesn't, especially if we've got kids that are running around and wrecking everything, like they're wrecking balls, <laughs> right? Like from, we, we pick something up, yeah. we clean up the kitchen. And then all of a sudden my daughter, my 15 year old OMG, she will just like the second I like clean the surface, she will like leave a wrapper, leave a paper. And I'm just like, Alyssa, like, wow. I, I, Hello. Do you see that in this kitchen, the only space like that you've touched is, I mean, you know, but so with that though, in between things, because we have very little time that we're giving ourselves in between things. First of all, I would, I would suggest to give yourself more time, more space between things is really important. Um, because we are going to not be on time. We won't be prompt. We, you know, if we're not putting enough space in between our schedule, right? So as I'm, you know, right now I'm working from home, for example. So when I get up to get that drink, my, you know, I've got my shake right here. Or if habit stacking is super awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you're like, you know, going to the refrigerator to get water out, passing by something, you may not realize this is, I mean, for me, it took me a while to realize that something that my, my my line of sight can see, even if it's in my peripheral, is hurting my brain. It's actually taking up energy in my brain. So realize that that's happening even when you do not notice it. Right. Right. So habit stack, you know, walk through a room. If you have clothes in the dryer, put it on for a warm up. you know, as you're walking through to go to the bathroom, like always be thinking, how can I, you know, do something within this thing that I'm other thing that I'm doing, that's already part of a a habit or a behavior that I'm doing naturally, because the more you do things like that, and I'm not saying be distracted because we all know how we can get really distracted and we can drift from our goals. So be, be careful with that as well. I mean, it's not a perfect science, but if it's something that takes you just an extra three seconds, do it now. 
Don't put it off until later because whatever that is, you know, that mess, whether it's laundry and you've got to put it away, it, it will pile up and it becomes a mountain to where it does become this thing that you can't tackle or that tackling it, it gives you so much anxiety and overwhelm that you're just like, you know, you just want to go to sleep. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I want to go to bed when I'm looking at a freaking mess. Hello. Yeah. Um, you know, like, but, right? Like, yeah. it's laundry. Like just, nope, nope, not looking yeah. at it today. Yeah, it, totally. I'm done. But laundry is a really good example, too. I mean, if you're finding yourself like washing the same laundry every week, then that means that you're wearing like only to a certain percentage of your clothing, clothing, which the Vacuum Law of Prosperity by Bob Proctor is everything. I've mentioned him before, and I think you may have mentioned that. So I'll, I'll maybe fast forward here a little bit, but. If you're not utilizing something or it's not bringing you joy or, or it's just like in the way, get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it. And I'm not saying do it all at once, pick a day and, you know, just go, you know, ape shit on everything. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying as you go, as you are in your day to day, purge. I randomly purge things or put it in. I, I keep a box in my in my trunk, actually. For whether I'm going to put it to a, like, we have like these consignment shops, you can, yes. which they never take anything, by the way, I guess, because I'm out of style. I don't know. I keep things <laughs> for 10 years. I don't know. But they take like very minimal, but in yeah. my case anyway, but some of these places will take a lot of your clothes. You may be able to get some money for this stuff. And if not, donate it, Yeah, you know, but I keep a box and then I just fill it as I like, as I'm purging literally throughout my month. Yeah. I mean, just day to day, like if I'll pick something out of my, my drawer And if it's not something that I've like picked up for a long time, I'm just like, is this really something that I'm ever going to wear? You know, maybe I might in five years, but really. So just start having those conversations with yourself, asking yourself those good questions. Like, is this something that I really want or need? Because I want to be able to create space to bring more in joy into my, into my life and into my world. Oh, this, I could do like another 60 minute episode just on purging. I actually, so good. whoever's listening in right now, you can, I do an episode. It's episode 15, I believe about purging the things that are no longer serving you. And I specifically talk about purging my closet. I hold on to so much stuff. Like, and I, yeah. I kept walking past my closet and I'm like, why? Like literally half of the stuff in there, I probably haven't worn for a minimum a year, if not a couple of years or more. So I just yeah. finally took the stuff out. Like put a stack up and then it's in my car yet, but I'm literally going to be dropping it off at consignment today. So, but tell me a little bit more about this Bob Proctor law, because I am fascinated by it. You talk about how it's making more space for other things. So can can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to, people, places, and things is really what it's about. It's not just about stuff, you know, it's about what's in your environment, who's in your environment. You know, are the people in your environment, since we're talking about money, right? Are the people that are in your environment and in your space, the people you're hanging out with, are they on, you know, do they have targets? Do they have financial targets? Are they like on, you know, journeys, you know, to to do better with, you know, build wealth? Are any of them wealthy, right? And so, uh, you know, Bob Proctor's law of prosperity is really not just about like, you know, it's about bringing in more money, right? Ultimately, that's the that's the thing. But it's really about everything in your surroundings and in your environment. If it's not serving your higher self and you know your wealth and your happiness, get rid of it. Yeah. And get rid of the people potentially. Maybe right. not in a mean way. If it's family, obviously there's a there's a way to set boundaries and distance yourself in love 
right? And that's very difficult. You're talking to a girl that like struggles with that. I've actually had to work on more hard boundaries recently. Yeah. Um, had a lot of, you know, things happen recently in my life and that is painful, but you will be surprised. It will blow your mind how freeing it really is. And, and then how much, you know, again, prosperity is going to flow in your direction when you're open to receiving it. How can we be open to receiving more when we're so full? Oh, that's good. Right. Say that, say that again. That was really, really yeah. good. How can you be open to receiving more when you're so full and you might not be full of the really good things say our, our cup is full. If it's totally full and filling over and just spilling over, it, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, there's no more space for anything, especially the good things. So it's, yeah, you gotta, you gotta work on, um, you know, allowing, allowing and, you know, the whole law of attraction and vibration. It's a real thing. And I like right now, this, this podcast that we're on right now, like I, I had to open space for that. How did I open space for you in my life? How did I do that? I let go of some potentially some people, some things, some other things that I may have had on my schedule in order to be part of this because I put you on a priority list, right? Yeah. So that's the whole key is that's how I teach and coach is about prioritizing, which is, you know, what do you want? What are your goals? And and let's prioritize around that. That's good. Well, and it same thing, like, you know how ever like they talk about there's that saying where you become like the five people that you're closest to, you know, financially, yes. like the mindset. So if you're hanging around people that yeah. maybe are are a half glass empty type of personality, yeah. that's probably gonna, you know, lead into your life a little bit more too. And then you might find yourself having a not so great attitude like you used to, but Versus yeah. the other spectrum, if you are, you know, for me, I, I try to be as bubbly. I've always been a positive person, but it's like it, the more that you hang around positive people, the more positive that's going to probably totally. lead into your life. So I'm, I'm a huge believer on that. Hello, please excuse this quick interruption. I just wanted to pop in here really fast to invite you to my free community. The Financial Fixer community is where women who listen to this podcast and follow the Fix Her Money method come together to learn and grow their money management skills and sharpen their money mindset. I'd be honored to get to know you better and support you right there in that community. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Be sure to answer the entry questions so you get access fast. The first question is, quote unquote, who can we thank for sending you? And if you answer Financial Fixer podcast, you'll get free registration to my next Budget Boss Bootcamp, which is a paid five-day training. Can't wait to see you in the community. Now back to the show. So another thing that you mentioned on one of your recent podcasts was doing the simple math. So mm. what are some really quick and simple money-saving tips that listeners can really start incorporating in their every life today to really kind of start making those positive habits on the financial side and, and really making a financial impact in their life down the road? Yeah. So money starts to get really complex, doesn't it? It gets confusing and complex sure. when it's, you know, a mess and disorganized naturally. But, you know, there's life-changing magic in simple math. All right. And all we're doing, like I talked about prioritizing, but all we're doing is we're doing plus and minus and what's left over really, truly. But if you're, if you're fudging the numbers, 
then you're going to get math that's skewed. And so that's the reason why I, we take steps like in my budget boss bootcamp, for example, we take really um, simple steps, but you know, they're, they're not easy, right? It's kind of hard to like come to terms with some of this stuff, but they're super simplified saying, okay, what's coming in, what's going out and you know, how much is it in each category and just taking a look back in the rear view. So let me kind of go to the, maybe to the steps a little bit to give some context, right? So I'll just give like an example of what we do in my bootcamp or, and, or if I'm working with a new client, we just take a snapshot. First, we take a snapshot of net worth because that's a critical number. You know, that number is, that's where it's going to take you to your freedom years. That is your, I guess, your, how you're, you're defined in your wealth, you know, how your wealth, that is your wealth, right? So the, the net worth is really important and taking a snapshot of that, what all of your assets are minus all of your liabilities, anything that you own versus what you owe and what's left, that number is your net worth. I suggest it every three months and I have a, an easy snapshot worksheet that I can give away, but that's really good to have. I do that with my with my clients and boot campers. But also the next thing is if debt is a thing, if it's a thing in your life that you want to get out of your life to write it all down, write it all down. We do a lot pen to paper before we go digital on anything, because that's what makes it more tangible. So write down all of your debts, largest to smallest, every balance, right? Largest to smallest, not including your home mortgage. That's a, you know, you can put that in your net worth calculation, Mm -hmm. but that's not really critical to like, if you have consumer debt and, you know, revolving debt, installment debt, such as student loans, car payment, credit cards, that kind of thing. That's what I'm referring to as all non-mortgage debt. Write it down, largest balance to smallest balance. And then what's your and then write down each minimum payment, not the payments that you might be making, because you might be making like more higher than what your minimum payment is. Write down what all your minimum payments are. And then of course the interest rate. So you have a good grasp on what your what your debts are costing you every month. But I do use the snowball, um, the snowball method when it comes to paying down debt for the most part, unless you have you owe someone personal you know, a loan back, or if you owe to the IRS, that's another person that you don't want in your, you know, you (laughs) don't want them coming to your house. You know what I'm saying? You know, and a couple other reasons why you may stray away. Like if you've got really high interest rate on something that needs to like, you know, go first or something, but otherwise I use the snowball where you're paying off your smallest debt to your largest debt. The reason I use that method is because it builds momentum. Mm-hmm. And keeping the momentum and, and sustaining momentum throughout your journey, whatever your targets are, doesn't matter if you're in a journey to whether it's crush debt, save to exit your nine to five, whatever it is, you have to keep the momentum because when we lose momentum, what do we do? We quit. Yeah. And how do we keep momentum? Having little see, wins. That's right. We see progress. Getting those little wins consistently and over and over again is going to help us keep that momentum, which of course is going to form our new habits through those behaviors, right? So again, listing your debts all out, you know, doing it scared because we don't want to look right. Yeah. You know, when it's, when it's ugly and, you know, like we're having anxiety or we think it's ugly and it's possible. It probably is. You would be surprised what just simply writing it all down and getting it all out there and just saying, okay, boom, my thumb's on the pulse now. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, it exists and that's fine. But I, now I know that's so empowering. Yeah. And you now know that you are in control of it. 
Cause when you don't know for sure, there's no control. You're not in the driver's seat, you know, but once you have it all out there, you're just, Oh, well, crap, that's what's going on. And I'm in the driver's seat now. So yeah. now I have like, you know, a place where I'm, I'm, I'm on the map. I found myself on the map and now I can like set my destination. Right. So the next thing of course, is setting your destination. We know that we want to, you know, get out of a certain amount of debt, or we know we want to leave our nine to five in the next two years by this and that date, you know, like you can start planning and setting your goals. Um, and from that point, of course, the next thing is to really check the rear view. What have, what have I been spending my money mm -hmm. on? And so that's the next, I guess the next little step. And I'm going to kind of high level. This is we look back at what we've been spending, not just through our personal budget. We look back at what we've been spending through every resource of funds. So if we've been spending other people's money, which many of us do, right? We write all that down and we take at least a 30 day snapshot, if not a 90 day, because sometimes not all months are equal, right? right. It might be Christmas yeah. or a birthday month or something like that. So I like to take a 90 day, but I just for the sake of the exercise in my budget boss bootcamp, we do that together as a team. We hold hands. And, you know, kumbaya. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And it is so freaking fun because we get those aha moments together. Like I I'm like, so my prickly about this, like it just, it just lights me up because you, we start to see, you know, what we're doing and maybe it's painful. Maybe it's a little bit like, you know, we get that visceral response, but we're like, okay, I, I know where I can start tweaking and it's not all in one shot right? It's not going to be all like, you know, cold turkey. I don't do all that, you know, like, cause yeah. that's anytime you cut anything cold turkey, what do you do? You're going to binge at some point. You're going to like, be like, I'm done. I'm For sure. Okay. Yeah. So we, we really talk about like, take this, taking this in steps and not saying I'm going to completely cut out takeout. I'm going to completely not go to restaurants. I'm not going to step foot in a restaurant for like 90 days. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, that's not realistic. <laughs> yeah. You know? but we know what we're spending at restaurants right now. And then we know what we're spending on groceries and then we can just like do little bits here and there. And, you know, so anyways, yeah. that's the whole going forward steps with budgeting and tracking and having a simplified system to do that. I love that you talk about the bite-sized chunks. Cause I think for me even, but for like us busy moms, I feel like it, it really feels overwhelming easily. Cause again, like we've got so much on our plate. We're trying to raise these little humans we're trying to attend the activities. Like it's just, you know, chaos. The last point I wanted to make on this topic, because like, I don't have great spending habits. So you and I absolutely are having a follow-up at some point. Absolutely. We will. But the one promise that my husband and I have kind of started making over the last couple of years is like him and I aren't going all out on gifts. Cause I think, especially with your significant other, you feel like, you know, especially being busy, like sometimes you feel like you want to really go all out to show them your appreciation for everything they do. But at the same time, you already know that appreciation about each other. So why not maybe yeah. spend it more on like an experience, like a date night? But, you know, yeah. so that could be an alternate option because it's so easy for us to want to buy stuff versus mm -hmm. the experience. And really experiences are, are really what's going to make those memories versus, you know, maybe a, like <laughs> a really nice sweater that your spouse bought you that you maybe only wear once, right? So you're, you're so right. And you just kind of touched on that point that we were just talking about, like the clutter, right? Like yeah. stuff. I mean, I, I'm going to get real here. I just got done selling my grandparents' home of 45 years. To, it about killed me. And it mostly about killed me because it was emotional. I had to make decisions on things because people weren't there to help me make decisions on things. 
And at the end of the day, I guess a lot of these things had memories that were tied to my grandparents and Mm -hmm. maybe even tied to me and my mother and things like that. But it was just stuff. Yeah. It was stuff. It was a lot of stuff. And so I'm going to go, I'm going to get really like deep here. Do you want your stuff to become someone else's problem or their project later on? Yeah. Right. So, and I'm not, and we want to have things and beautiful things and tie ourselves to, to memories with, you know, memorandum and, and, you know, like trinkets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. in in moderation and in just reasonable ways, but after this experience, what I went through and it was literally heartbreaking. Like, I, I mean, I learned so much and I'm teaching through that experience about the importance of saying yes to things, saying no to things and letting go of things and not just letting your home fill up with stuff as opposed to, like you said, experiences. I'm an Enneagram seven. I got places to go. Yes, get it. So (laughs) I, I, I like all about the experiences. And yes, I do get tied to, you know, memories with things and, you know, because it's natural in me. I I think I'm a a hoarder at heart, to be honest with you. (laughs) But I've had to build those skills to know that I will not thrive if I am cluttered, if I have stuff everywhere. I will not be able to thrive and, you know, really help others. Yeah. You know, so sorry, I went a little bit deep there, but I felt this was a good time for that after just like this acute thing that I just went through that Ah. heartbreaking. This leads me back to the whole legacy thing. Yes. Have your legacy in order. And if it's stuff that you want to leave to specific people, have a plan for that. Yeah. And getting right with your money first is going to set you up for success when it comes to all the stuff that you're going to leave in your legacy, including your money. Yeah. Having those conversations and, you know, and splitting it amongst everybody, the jewelry, the, you know, whatever it is. If you tell people ahead of time before it's too late, it's, you're such a blessing to them for doing that, you know, like to give them that, that blessing that, that to where they won't have to think through it and make decisions that I can't wish upon anyone. (laughs) So gosh, that's such a great point to bring up. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind. Music.